0: Do you have a quick answer to that one? Wow. I I feel
1: like in between then and now I had a child and I have zero memories. No, no, no. Um, Okay.
2: The lights are on, the curtains up, this is Steps to the Stage. Hello and welcome to Steps to the Stage, the 7th Street Theatre podcast where we talk to the community theatre professionals you know and love. I'm your host, and today we are talking about our in-house performance troupe, The Superstars, with our two directors. Why don't you introduce yourselves?
0: Well, hello. I'm Donna Rice, one of the founding directors of the troupe. And I'm Jesse Pyle.
2: So uh, for those who don't know, why don't you sort of explain what Superstars is and how it came to be?
0: You bet. You bet. So Superstars is a outreach performing uh, troupe, an elite performing troupe at at the uh, Chino Community Children's Theater. We started about 10 years ago. This is our 10th season. Um, It is an audition-based troupe. We have high expectations, and one of the major goals of the troupe is to build each individual's audition book so that they have got their songs and their monologues um, ready and ripe for performance out in the world of
1: theater. So we work on acting technique. We work on proper warming up proper etiquette when giving feedback, we build skills on directing even, and we support each cast member, I guess we want to call them right now. Uh, we support each each child or each young adult's uh, path, whatever that is going to be towards uh, college auditions or uh, auditioning for performances, but really just being a stronger, more capable and hopefully more confident performer. Yeah.
0: Oh, and we should say, and this is primarily for, well, not primarily, it is for 8th grade through 12th grade. So we cycle out after our senior
2: year. Mm -hmm. Would you mind talking about how this group sort of came to be?
0: Well, yeah, so in times past, and, and Jessie can speak to this um better because she was part of performing troops here in years past, but you know, about ten years ago, um I actually was working with some kids and doing sound checks for a show. And in those sound checks, I asked them, each one, to just give me a piece of a monologue and not a one. <laughs> Had one. Mm -hmm. The only thing they could do was the Pledge of Allegiance. I thought, okay, we are a theater community and monologue is my particular thing. That's what I worked all my years growing up and is what I love. And I thought, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna dig in here. And I started thinking about how can we do this and formulating the idea of such a troupe. And then I had a lunch with my lovely friend Jessie mm-hmm. and we expanded from there. So why don't why don't you take it from there?
1: Yeah. So at our lunch, I think it was at like Panera Bread or Corner Bakery, so, something it was. like yes. that. We had this great conversation about What the performing troupe used to be and what we could maybe take from it. So uh, when I was in junior high and high school and I was involved at this theater, we had a smaller group of performers that worked on uh, larger pieces, mainly musical in nature. And we would perform them at schools. We you know, got signed out of school to go perform somewhere else. It was so mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, we performed for Kiwanis and the Sweethearts Ball and all of these different things around town. And it was really wonderful, but it didn't have the masterclass side of this quite so heavily. It was more ensemble-based, ensemble-driven, and really a service to the community. So we wanted to provide that opportunity as well when we collaborated together on this idea. Um, But the main focus was more on building the performers up and exposing and encouraging like a a more more of a depth to their artistic knowledge and their abilities and being well-versed in the whole world of theater and not just what show you're doing right now and what's hot on Broadway right now. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, you know, while we're sitting in this room, I think we need to mention that we are sitting with, you know, our our host today, (laughs) Colin Pinedo, who is a longtime superstar, and also our engineer, Joey Rice, a longtime superstar and both exceptional performers.
1: Absolutely. And so a lot of former superstars have Continued to give back, not only to our community, but are thriving in the worlds around us, in the professional world of theater, and will continue to. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Was it difficult initially to get a group like this sort of together and like off the ground, or...?
0: no it really it wasn't but the our first year mm-hmm. we brought everybody in in a different way that we have done since mm-hmm. every year past the first year it has been audition based mm-hmm. the first year we reached out to our theater community some of the leaders in the community mm-hmm. and we asked for their suggestions as to who should be um, part of part of this troupe and we invited the initial group of it was about 15 kids. I don't remember the exact number, but we invited that group to um, begin with. After that,
2: each year we've done a rigorous audition. Mm-hmm. Would you mind talking about that audition process for any I will. I will. I love it. superstars do it. listening?
1: Yep. Yep. Sure. So we have changed the format of auditions from mm-hmm. year to year. And I think we do that not just for us, but for our returning superstars yes. so that they get more of an opportunity to continue to grow Mm -hmm. and so that the new people coming in can feel a little more like it's on an even ground. Because Um, they do need to re-audition every year. Once in, you're not just in. Yeah. It's very, very true. So um, typically I will say that we have an element of the audition that is purely ensemble based. Mm -hmm. And so we bring people into a room and they work together on a piece, and it's hard to explain that without being in the space, but but that element of it is very, very important to us that we can work as a group, yes, and we can see people both give ideas and receive ideas mm-hmm. and be open to um spontaneity and to the others that get matched with them in that group. And then there's definitely the element of preparing a monologue mm-hmm. um which is so important and it doesn't have to be from a play or a movie specifically, it could be from a work of literature which Donna loves by the way. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And also um you know typically there'll be a song involved too because we do have that element as well. Although I will say that Musical prowess doesn't necessarily win out over abilities to connect to character and the desire to want to grow as a performer.
0: Yeah, we've always said in terms of the vocal performance, you don't need to sing well, but you have to be willing to sing and perform the piece whatever it is. I don't come with strong vocal background. That's not my bag. It mm-hmm. certainly is Jessie's. She's exceptional and we're so fortunate to um have her as part of our troupe in order to provide such rich um vocal um d- d- Training really an insight about how to use their voice, how to use their instrument. Um, Jesse's so well versed in all of that. And I can't provide that same uh, level of of support for that. But kids coming in have to, regardless of whether or not they can sing, they have to be willing to participate in and jump in,
2: yeah, how did the first year of superstars sort of compare to the way superstars works now, or even specifically like this current? Class, I guess you could say. What a great question! Do
1: you, you have a quick answer to that one? <laughs> wow, I, think, yeah. I feel like in between then and now, I mm-hmm. had a child, and I have zero memories. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, okay, so there was a dynamism to that group, mm-hmm. um, and a freshness to our discovery of that group that love you that. can never compare yeah. group mm-hmm. to group, even mm-hmm. because. People are so different and so fresh and so alive. But what I will say is that we did go all the way up to 20, going into 21 in the first year or two. And um, there was definitely a culture shift when we decided to change that down to 18. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was purely because it felt like too broad of a spread. Mm -hmm. And also, as our superstars were aging out at an older age, it was sometimes more challenging to keep people in the room because they were already ready to fly. yeah, And so there were a lot more conflicts, which is very challenging for an ensemble.
0: Yeah, that really probably was the biggest change and shift as we progressed was capping it at 18. Mm-hmm. And for that very reason that they were out there doing the thing out in the world. And we had hopefully provided some tools to support them in that.
1: And just organizationally, we were doing a lot more of the heavy lifting yeah. uh, at the very beginning because we were creating it and it was like our little child. Um, but also we met on like a Friday evening or a Friday late afternoon and those kinds of That's things right. have shifted oh boy. Saturday morning. Hey, I remembered something. <laughs> um, so those kinds of things have shifted over time. Just due to um, scheduling at the theater, yeah. um, scheduling of people's lives—certainly um, all of those things. Um, wow. But those are the biggest. Yeah, I think changes I think you're me. absolutely right. Yeah, that's exactly it.
2: So not only is, are the superstars sort of a ongoing audition workshop, they also do uh, showcases a couple every year. Would you mind sort of speaking about what that is like organizing? Because they usually have a fairly quick turnaround.
0: Yeah, they do. And that's – so the original concept (laughs) was that they would work pieces throughout the course of the year. Mm -hmm. And our year goes with the traditional school year. Mm -hmm. We take summers off. Um, And so they would workshop pieces and workshop pieces. And then we would showcase the cream of the crop Mm -hmm. at the end of the year. That was the original concept. But then we threw in – we're like, well, you know what? We all know a lot of holiday songs. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and just – put together a lovely little show that is holiday-based, and at first it was just the winter holidays. Um, We've since shifted that because then we thought, well, let's do Halloween, let's do Thanksgiving, let's do uh, Valentine's Day. And then one of my favorites, one of our favorites, I think, is where we did a Shakespearean showcase Mm -hmm. mid-year where we partnered all of our superstars with adult performers in our theater community. We welcomed them in. It was very interesting well, one the numbers who were willing and interested, but the numbers of adults mm-hmm. who were performers who were a little afraid of Shakespeare mm-hmm. and didn't want to jump in where our kids were so eager and ready. Yes. But um, that was um, and Jesse and I performed in that showcase, mm-hmm. and we don't normally. I loved it. I yeah. Loved it. Yeah. What do you want to say about showcases?
1: Well, I think that the showcase aspect is a really important piece because often um, professionally and at uh, conservatory style schools, there are showcases. Um, So it brings in that element and also they are workshopping these great pieces. So let's uh, look at those. Um, But it's also a celebration of the depth of knowledge that our performers grow during the year. And so one one element we haven't talked about yet that I want to talk about sure. is the element of giving feedback. Mm-hmm. And you can't showcase that, but I will say that um, I'm kind of pivoting on the question because I think that a huge benefit to this program is that our students or our performers learn how to talk about the art form without just using buzzwords, Mm. right? Because that's so easy. You know, uh, slang is rampant in our culture, and it's wonderful. It has its place. But also, how do we talk about something artistically and sound Mm well-versed, sound intelligent, and how do you hold an entire podcast with just buzzwords it it gets a little tiresome right mm-hmm. so even you are a shining example of what it's like to develop your vocabulary and to push one another mm-hmm. to grow using that vocabulary and giving them insights that are actionable mm-hmm.
0: so beautifully said that that are actionable that they can then internalize that and expand what it is that they can do their abilities and continue to grow i I, i'm so glad that you brought that up and that i think that is one of the most important things that we do and we also look for that in our audition Mm -hmm. as well The be you know the giving and receiving of that feedback and how insightful we can be that it's not just oh you made me feel so much i have all the feels now Mm -hmm. well what does that mean Mm -hmm. when what brought that about and let's let's talk about that in a in a, in a real and actionable way. Mm-hmm. I love that, yeah, mm-hmm. let me mention so you had initially talked about showcases, but let yes. me mention. A, a special thing we're doing this yes. year, which is not just our showcases. This is a planned segue. <laughs> Here we go. So uh, this year, because it is the 40th anniversary mm-hmm. of our theater, the first children's theater production at this theater 40 years ago was "You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown," and so our superstars are bringing that back this year. They are directing. They are musically directing. They are choreographing. They are owning the artistic development. of of it. We are mentoring mm-hmm. along the way, but they're really o- owning that show, and that'll be the uh, 23rd, 24th of March. Mm-hmm. We're going to put on three performances okay. of "You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown," and the community you can certainly get tickets and come on out and see these exceptional performers. That's a the thing; mm-hmm. these really are top-level performers okay. who will be putting on this this show. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Would you mind talking about sort of how? Good Man Charlie Brown is differing from the showcases of the past in terms of Mm -hmm. putting it together and and putting it on in the Mm -hmm. first place, even.
1: Yeah, it's kind of one of those moments of fly little birds Mm -hmm. again, right? Mm -hmm. Where we see the talent within the troop and we see the opportunities that they're ready to rise to the occasion for. And we also see the limits, right? Mm -hmm. Some some troop members are going to be gone that weekend. And so how do you utilize that member Mm -hmm. that you just know would be fantastic in the show. And so we have a director, we have a musical director returning a superstar. We have a choreographer and we have people stepping into various roles of publicity and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And all of the roles are being held within the superstars themselves. Um, And there was guidance with casting Mm -hmm. a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately Ultimately, they they decided, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so we get to see a full-fledged workshop production of this fantastic show. You know, the simplicity of it is what we love so much about it too. But, you know, the heart of it is this is a piece that uh, gave life to this theater. And now we get to bring it to a very new life with... Mm -hmm are fabulous
2: superstars. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I did not know that it was entirely sort of student run from the (laughs) the inside and out. That's very impressive.
0: Right. Right. And I I think everybody is going to be well pleased and delighted with the performance. So come on out and see it.
2: Do you mind sort of talking about what it's like casting a show like that in sort of a closed pool of actors, and even determining
0: that's such an interesting question? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the thing is, and you know, I know I'm partial. (laughs) We're partial. These performers are truly exceptional. So there's so much um, that they can do, and there are many different ways that the show could be cast among this community of performers. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, wanting to give everyone in the troupe, something mm-hmm. juicy to sink their teeth into and to develop a character and work together. You know, it's just, not every show would offer that. Mm-hmm. This particular show is just super well suited mm-hmm. to an ensemble such as ours and the diversity of characters that are present within the show and um, what our, our kids can do. So they, um, they all auditioned mm-hmm. for all of the roles and they tried on different things. And they mixed and matched and played in different ways, and um, the casting just sort of rose up really organically mm-hmm. as to to who would be best suited yes. in the various in the various roles and and how they might work. Yeah. I, I know our our Miss Jessie had a little bit of a sabbatical right. mm-hmm. this year, so wasn't there oh, yeah. on on mm-hmm. those uh, those casting days, mm-hmm. but we conferred throughout yeah. and. Uh, and I know, at, well, and the lead on the show is also one of Miss Jesse's uh, students student out, out my in the world. Oh, well. uh, yeah, Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah.
2: Would you mind talking about what other things the Superstars do for the theater in terms of like outreach and things like that?
0: Yeah. So sometimes there are requests that come to um, the theater from the community of wanting a a performance at a certain event or a business that we're closely associated with, wanting um, the song or something happening, or what we have coming up right now, there's a teacher organization, uh, a teacher sorority called DKG, um, who has asked our troupe to be the performers there. So we do that type of, of outreach into the community, and we'll be able to um, perform some of our Charlie Brown as we go okay. for the DKG event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you'd say about that?
1: Yeah. I just think it's a, it's a readily available tool for the community to be able to call upon mm-hmm. without us worrying about, oh, scrapping together something or getting the rights yeah. to something really mm-hmm. quickly because um, they have a plethora of of pieces that we can pick from. Yeah. That was very alliterative. <laughs> sorry. Um, but also uh, that we, at a moment's notice, we could pull any one of these wonderful kids mm-hmm. into a performance spotlight and they would happily rise to the occasion. Yeah. That's
0: really true. And it's why those holiday workshops, mm-hmm. or holiday showcases work so well each year is because They're already sitting on so much material. Mm -hmm. That's good to go that we can throw together
2: uh, a showcase pretty, pretty easily in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, when are superstars auditions, just in case?
0: Superstar auditions, I don't remember offhand the exact date mm-hmm. this coming year. And in fact, Jesse and I need to confer about that. Um, but it's um, normally like late August, early September. Mm-hmm. We did in this last year, we did, We had a slight change in our audition process where there was an initial video audition. And from that, there were invited callbacks mm-hmm. and then um, the live audition process for from there, So it's at the end of summer, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then we hit the ground running usually right after Labor Day and meet every other Saturday morning and sometimes some special rehearsals as well based on what we're doing. It's a lot that we took on this year mm-hmm. with the holiday showcase and end of year showcase and Charlie Brown smack in
1: the middle. And it's- with me not being around, it's mm. a lot of it has been on Miss on his shoulders. And so I honor all of your hard work on this. And yeah. you know. I
0: am so thrilled to have Jesse back because I love how we partner and that we bring um, different things to the table. And I think we blend really well, but I know that we are enhanced when Jesse's here. So I'm so, so, so happy mm-hmm. to a good partnership. Yeah. yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. Yeah.
2: If you had anything to say to someone listening who wanted to audition for superstars and, come and bring themselves out here, what would you, what would you say?
1: Start practicing pieces now. Mm-hmm. Don't memorize a day or two before you go in and think that it's going to wow us. Because mm-hmm. really the whole point is not to wow us, but to bring us your best. And to bring us your best, you need to know what's out there. So find an interesting monologue for you. Don't just do one quick Google search Ask around, look at options. Um, and when it comes to singing a song, especially if that doesn't feel like the thing that you most shine at, trust yourself to practice and to grow and to showcase yourself.
0: Yeah. And... Um... So something you just said reminded me, something very important to us and also the professional world. As you're working these pieces, do find your pieces, one from musical theater and two from actual plays, Mm -hmm. that many times young performers will do those Google searches and come up with those Mm one-off monologues in particular, that um, out-of-context of of a whole story, they're just not as rich, and they don't showcase ability. That you can't sink your teeth into them in the same way. So generally, if you're working in the superstar world, you're not playing in that world. You're 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 using actual uh, uh, scripts and musicals um, in order to um, perform. And also, to be a superstar, you have to have done something mm-hmm. at this theater. Yes. It could be tech, it could be a show, it could be a class, it doesn't matter, but you have to have done something because superstars is something we offer to this community. Mm-hmm. And you become a part of this community by doing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come here and play with us. Mm-hmm. But you, you can't come here cold and audition without having ever been involved in our theater. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a small ask, but an important one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well.
2: Thank you both so much for being here and Our joining pleasure. us today. Oh,
0: thank you. Yes. Thank you. Loved it so yes. much. Oh, this was yeah.
2: fantastic. Yeah.
0: Oh, and let, you know, I'm going to say one more thing about the superstars yes. that I think, the, so the, the name the 7th Street mm-hmm. Superstars, which is the full name, that came from that first year of performers mm-hmm. as well. They named themselves. We mm-hmm. opened it up to them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that is the legacy of that name and why we are the 7th Street Superstars and why we will ever be also logos, uh, logo created by our community, and uh, this is all very much this community effort. Mm -hmm. And shout out to our team moms, because every year we have Mm -hmm. one or two team moms who support us in terms of production, so we love our uh, Miss Alice and Miss Cindy, who are our team moms this year. So... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. yes.
2: yes. It was Paige, right. Paige Miller that did the logo. Paige
0: yes. Miller yes. did the logo. Yes. Exceptional artist. Mm-hmm. And we so appreciate her. And uh, your mama. Yes. <laughs> Miss Debbie was once a team mom and mm-hmm. for a few years elevated our swag game with Lori Miller. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you were closing us down and I jumped us right back in. No, well,
2: <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. It's been a wonderful conversation to have with you too.
1: Thanks, Colin. Thanks for yes. having us. Thank appreciate you for being it. Had.
2: I very much appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Long live superstars. Yes.
2: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Steps to the Stage, and now it's time for the curtain call. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, or any podcasting platform. We have videos up on YouTube, and you can visit our website at steps stepstothestage.buzzsprout.com. And as always, a special thank you to our audio engineer, Joey Rice, and our producer, Kirk Lane. Without the two of you, this show would not be possible.